one of the common questions people ask is, am I allowed to eat before hearing the Megillah? So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Tafresh Tzadi Bey's Siv Dalad, he has the following case. Mishu Anas Ketzah. Someone is an honor, someone is bedridden. They can't go to shul to hear Megillah. Assuming they are fasting, it's, let's say it's Tainus Esther. Still, Tzarech Lehamten Acha Shekar Akal. And he has to wait until way after the shul, meaning everyone's going to hear laying in shul. And then they'll send someone to lane in his house. He can't wait until 10 o'clock at night before he eats. So the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, What he should do is, let's say Shkia is 7 o'clock, so he should hear Megillah at Plaga Mincha, which would be 5.45 in the afternoon. Hear Mincha after Plag, so you could find a Balkari, someone to read it for you. And then, after taste, you'll be able to eat and break your fast. That's the Psaq of the Shulchan Aruch. You see how strongly we hold that a person should not eat prior to hearing the Megillah. So the Ramah comments, One should not eat before he hears the Megillah, even if the fast day, because typically you're coming in from Tanis Esther, even if the fast day is kashalav, it's difficult for him, still a person should not eat prior to hearing the Megillah. So we will see that it has nothing to do with Tanis Esther. There's two different halachas, right? For example, your typical night, your typical Purim night, let's say, is during the weekday. So in, in the outside of walled cities, we lay in Megillah, Lel Yodalad. So right after the 13th day, so it's the 14th night, right after Tanis Esther, we lay in the Megillah. So in a typical shul, most people are fasting. Then either they'll dive in Marv after Shkia, but usually they'll dive in Marv right around Tzai, so you can't eat until then anyways, because the fast day is not over until after Tzai until the stars come out. And then you'll dive in Marv, and then they'll have Kriya Samagila. So the question is, when I, when I think of Tanis Esther, Tanis Esther is the 13th day of Adar, not the 14th, it's the 13th day of Adar. So once Tanis Esther is over, as, when it comes to fasting, you already have completed your fast, and as far as the fast day is concerned, no problem, you could eat. However, there's a halacha here of, of not eating before Kriyas HaMegillah. So this could, play, this could come into play. For example, let's say a person daven marav early. He daven marav after Mincha, like he does during the week. And then his shul is, is laning, first, their first laning Megillah starting five minutes after Tezik HaChavim or ten minutes. Or you have other situations where, let's say, the shul only start Megillah laning after 72 minutes or 50 minutes, 60 minutes after Shkia. And he is personally a little more makel that he would break, a, break his fast 45 minutes after Shkia or a different Zman, whatever the Zman is, however you calculate it, you have some time before you read the Megillah. Here's the question. I already finished fasting. Can I eat before Megillah? The same thing would apply to Matzah Shabbos. Let's say you made Havdal already and you already daven Marv and you're going to a later Megillah reading. Are you allowed to eat? Another example, this is much more uh, uh, challenging, is let's say... Uh, a husband or wife are going to a second leaning. So let so in Minneapolis, the second leaning, because Shkia by us is around 7, 7.15 on Purim. So the first leaning is not going to be until 8 o'clock, maybe even later. So the, the second leaning, when husbands will typically come home and their wives will go here a second leaning, those with young families, so you're not going to start leaning until 9.15, 9.30, I don't even know what this man is, but late. So to wait until 10.15, to eat, to eat something, especially if you fasted the entire day. Again, women are high and fasting unless they're not feeling well. So can they eat before, before hearing Megillah? The same thing in Yerushalayim. In Yerushalayim, they lane 
their Megill, their Purim is Tesvav, is the 15th day of Purim. They are, they are in walled cities from the times of, of, uh, of uh, Yeshua. So they will, fa- they will have Tiny Sester like us, the 13th day. Then they'll have, uh, you know, Purim, what's it called? Uh, Make believe Purim, because it's not really Purim for them. So many of them will travel to Ramat Chemesh, to Bnei Brak. For those that experienced Purim in Eretz Yisrael, there's, uh, there's more than one day, right? But the Yushalmis, they, if you live in Yushalayim, if you're staying there, your obligation to hear the Megillah is on the 15th night. After Purim's over in America, when Purim's over in, in Bnei Brak, in, uh, in, in Ramat Beit Shemesh, so at that point, you have to hear Megillah. So can I eat? I look, at, look at the clock. It's not a fast day. So the halach is, in all these situations, one is not allowed to eat prior to hearing the Megillah. The same thing would apply by day. Let's say a person is going to wake up late and you're going to a 12 o'clock Purim reading or someone had to work early in the morning. You have a, you have a, you're a doctor, something you couldn't get off from work and you had to work in the morning shift. You ran out of shul after davening or you davened at home or in your office and now you're going to come back and hear a later reading. Halacha is you're not allowed to eat prior to hearing the Megillah. Okay, what about eating before chakras? That's another discussion. But there, we're more, more makele. You could have a coffee. You could have something to drink. But here, the clearly an answer, one is not allowed to eat or be time anything before they hear the Megillah. Now, the question is, why is this? Why is this so? What does reading Megillah have to do with not eating? What's wrong with eating? Eating is fine, right? So when it comes to many mitzvahs, or all, come out all the mitzvahs that we, that we discussed, that that, that we do today, Bedikas Chametz and Halakas Ner Chanukah, whenever, whenever you have a mitzvah that's totally bizman, so the halachas one is not allowed to eat prior to performing the mitzvah. The Tesefta writes that one should not have a, a, a suda prior to Tkiyah Shoifer. There's a discussion about making Kiddush before hearing Tkiyah Shoifer. We'll mention that in a moment. One should not eat before Halakas Ner Chanukah. Bedikas Chametz is coming up in a month and some change. So, we should not have a suda prior to B'dikas Chametz. And the same thing, and this, and this halacha seemingly aligns with those other times that a person should not eat prior to performing the mitzvah. However, if you look at the terminology here, it seems like we are more machmer when it comes to Megillah than when it comes to the other mitzvahs. When it comes to B'dikas Chametz, you call your Rav or Halakas Neiros Hanukkah. You go back to our 12-minute uh, halacha podcast a couple of months ago and you look up eating before halakas near Hanukkah. Someone's coming home late from work, they want to eat their granola bar in their car, or their protein bar, they want to grab a coffee, they're on their way home from work, they're going to light Hanukkah candles, can they eat something prior to lighting candles? So we said very clearly that the halakha is, this is found in the in Hilchas Chametz, in Hilchas Hanukkah, one is allowed to eat something as long as he's not having Kaveya Suda. So what's a Kaveya Suda for this halakha? We'll be eating more than a beitza of pas, one should not have more than three fluid ounce size of bread, of a Danish, other things you could eat. You could have a candy, you could have a drink, but fruit, but you shouldn't be eating bread or cake that size. So that's the halacha when it comes to halakas neiros Hanukkah, batikas hametz. So why over here by Purim are we saying it's, it's better for the person who's not feeling well to hear Megillah at a bidyev time? He's going to hear Megillah at Plaga Mincha. It's day. The Magen Ram says perhaps you could even hear Megillah on Shabbos. Let's say a person is not feeling well. They can't wait until after Matzah Shabbos to be able to eat. And they have to be able to eat right after Shabbos. So the Magen Ram says perhaps the Shulchan Aruch would hold that you should read Megillah 
after Plaga Mincha on Shabbos. Everybody else is going to Dav Mincha on Shabbos. They're going to Dav Mincha each Shabbos. He's hearing Megillah on Shabbos. The Magadam says probably not because we have a Takana not to read Megillah on Shabbos, and therefore, in this situation, we would not be Mekel. But you see how strong the, the term term be, being used here, that one should, it's also to eat, and you can't even taste anything prior to hearing Megillah. So why is that true? So to be intellectually honest, there are many Paiskin that say that Markowitz is wrong. You're telling me that I'm allowed to eat a little bit before Tekiah Shaifer? That's not true. If you look at the Tesefta, the Tesefta compares... Purim, the, the eating before Megillah and eating before Tekiah Shaifer. In the same way we know in Halacha, clearly, one is not allowed to taste anything before Kriyas and Megillah. So one is not allowed to eat anything prior to hearing Tekiah Shaifer. And because of that, many places come Machmer and they say that one is not allowed to eat prior to Tekiah Shaifer. One should not be making any Kiddush in Shul. Many Shuls, many Yeshivas, they have a whole Kiddush. And many places felt that was wrong, including uh, Rav Hankins at Sal. However, the standard approach, especially in the yeshiva world, when it comes to Tekiah Shoifer, when it comes to other mitzvahs, that one is allowed to eat as long as you're not eating uh, sheer beitza of pas, or, or, or eating something that's a significant amount, as long as you're not having a suda, one is allowed to taste. So why by Megillah are we clearly more machmer? So I saw Rav Daniel Kleiman, Shlita quotes uh, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky in a safer Kavetz He says that if you look at the words of the, the Magan Avram, the Magan Avram is saying that that Kriya Samagillah is, is like a mit, it's a mitzvah gadayla. If you look in Shulchan Aruch much earlier, in Simon, in Simon Tafresh, let me just turn the pages here, Tafresh Bey Zion, when he talks about the Chiv of Kriya Samagillah, he says, in Sif Bey's, Mevatlin Talmud Torah, Mevatlin Talmud Torah, to hear Mikra Megillah, Kavachem, Lesham Ritzvah, everything. Uh, All mitzvahs are pushed away because of the significance of Mikra Megillah. It's Midivri Kabbalah, it's Parsume Nisa. The only thing we're Mavatam Megillah for, obviously for Pikuach Nefesh, but the only mitzvah would be a Mace mitzvah. Everything else, one would have to push it off in order to hear the Megillah. So you see how strong Mikra Megillah is, and that's why we are a little more Machmer by Megillah than when it comes to other other mitzvahs. So halacha lamaisa, what should a person do? We see that Purim is different, or either way, Purim has this halacha, one should not taste anything prior to eating. So there's a few atarim to keep in mind. First of all, the Aruch HaShulchan in, in uh, several places says that drinking is not bechalal achia. So if a person wants to drink a coffee, let's say per morning, you wake up and uh, you want to have your coffee before davening or before you hear Megillah. So halach is one would be allowed to drink a coffee because shtia the archa shochan is meiko. Additionally, someone who feels they need it to be able to concentrate, to be able to to hang in there and not fall asleep, so then they as well, the Acharyanim say, they could eat a little, taste a little bit. Not Don't eat anything, don't eat a whole meal, but if they want to have a candy, you'll see some people will walk out of shul Usually there's a little two-minute break between Marav and Kriyas Megillah or the like. Well, everybody's, you know, uh, getting their chumashim. So you'll see people, they'll go outside, especially those that have sugar issues. They will grab a Laffy Taffy or something quick just to be able to, to hang in there, especially after a fast day. Okay, so that's another hat. If someone really needs, so you can have a little bit. The... The Ramah says that, let's say a person is, is, uh, is, is really not feeling well. So then... Halacha is you're allowed to eat. Perhaps you could even eat a little more. The Chayadam says, and the, and the Mishavur brings this down as well, that if someone is, is not feeling well, so then they can have whatever they need. For example, let's say a woman fasted. 
She fasted the entire day. She pushed herself, and Baruch Hashem, she felt great, and she fasted. And now comes Tzitzik Achavim, the fast is over officially at this and this time. But wait, she, looks, she looks, takes out a Shulchan Aruch, and it says, you cannot eat until after hearing Megillah. She's like, oh my gosh, my husband's in shul, I have to wait for him to come back, and then I gotta go to shul and pay attention to a 45-minute uh, Megillah laning with all the kids banging. So then what am I supposed to do? How, 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 how am I gonna manage? So at some point, we say for you, Eat a, a uh, something uh, a little bit, and if, she, and if that's not going to help, eat a little more. Additionally, there's another hat to hair, which is very important to know, that some of the pies can bring this down, that a shoimer works. If you appoint someone, you, you specifically tell someone, please remind me to hear Megillah tonight. So that is brought down as an Eitzah lehalacha. Now, there's a machlek is how, when we would apply this case. The Mishaburah says... When someone is sick, someone's not feeling well, and they have to eat, in that situation, you should tell them to appoint a shimer. However, the Simlas Chaim, Revisa Chaim Zanafel Zetzal, and other, other Achrenim say, they know a shimer works all the time, as long as you appointed a shimer, even if a person is, is feeling good, just wants to eat a little bit, halacha is, you could appoint a shimer. So I would tell a woman who is it was uh, was hearing Megillah much later, nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. So, or someone who's working there in the morning hours and they really can't. They're in Ines, They can't get to shul. So, obviously, if you're able to handle, you know, the day with a little coffee, a small little uh, granola bar. So then go for that. But if a person needs to eat a pseudo, so in that situation, you have two out here. And first of all, at that point, it's a tzarich gadol. Additionally, I would tell them specifically appoint a shimer. You could appoint me or find someone else per day that's not uh, that's not toasted, and uh, he should appoint. He should remind you when you come home from work, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, that you need to hear Megillah reading today.